Welcome to another episode at the Be Guided and Be Great podcast, where being intuitive is understood and being sensitive is a good thing. I'm your host, Kate St. Clair. Okay, I would like to welcome Julie Ralston to today's podcast. And Julie is the owner, brand, and website designer of Jules Design. And I'd like to add, you're also the host of the Go To Wellness <laughs> podcast, which I love. So, welcome to the podcast, Julie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it, Kate. You're welcome. And I, you know, some of you might be wondering, you know, why a website designer on a Be Editing Be Great podcast? <laughs> so I'm really excited. I've been really wanting to share Julie with you because so much about our intuition to me is about voice recovery and allowing our intuition to sort of help us know who we are and who we are in the world. And so many sensitives find it really hard to express themselves. Um, they find it, you know, like 80% of the women that I work with tend to like hide and kind of, you know, not really want to be seen because mm. as sensitives, we think other people see us the way we see others. <laughs> so we kind of, you know, taking one more step out into the world, like through a website can be a huge block for people. Um, whether they're going out as a as a psychic medium or as a sensitive or whether they're going out to the world with any profession, I found that that kind of if they're sensitive in any way that can be that can inhibit their ability to really go out into the world. Mm -hmm. So I want to. Um, that's why she's here because <laughs> she is this amazing and you're you're gonna find through our our talk today you know how her work can really help and heal um any you know those fears that we have or those those kind of belief systems that I'm alone and nobody will understand and you know I certainly had a lot of those belief systems which we'll we'll talk about we'll get to some of those um in the talk today but as we get started, let's talk about you and what brought you to design, Julie? Well, thank you for, for asking and also for that introduction. I definitely could relate with a lot of the things you said there too, just really briefly. So I'm excited to like jump into everything today. Um, but how I got started, I mostly work with small business owners who are like wellness business owners, maybe have a holistic business or really you know, resonate with intuitive living, I would say, mm -hmm. to create <laughs> custom brands and websites that connect with their ideal client and really let them stand out online. So that's mainly who I work with. I have been designing websites since I was 13 years old. It's always been like a hobby of mine ever since then. I've just been really drawn to design and particularly like digital design has always been really interesting to me. As like um, an art, is that what excites you about it or? Yeah. So when I was 13, it was not professionally, of course, yeah. I was just kind of doing it for fun after school. I'd make some websites and I just kept wanting to learn more about it and learn a little bit of code. Of course, code's changed a ton since then, but I like just kind of wanted to keep learning about it. So I kept Googling, you know, at home and stuff and learning and teaching myself. And throughout the years, that kind of like transitioned into professional website design. After I graduated from college, I got um, a job in affordable housing at the time. And I created their first website and did some websites for other nonprofits at the time. So that was really interesting. And it just got me 
even more interested in website design. And I ended up launching Jules Design officially in 2011 and working with um, small creative business owners at the time who are mostly women. Mm-hmm. And I've loved it ever since. I mean, I love brand and website design. It's a huge passion of mine. And where, you know, health and wellness and intuitive living come into play there is that that's also always been a big interest of mine. So right alongside that, I've also, you know, thought about like majoring in nutrition in college. I started a green beauty blog in 2014, um, where I talked, no, I don't anymore. I did end up stopping, um, honestly, because I got like really overwhelmed with like brand emails and stuff. And it just wasn't, I'm not like super into makeup or skincare or anything. So I think just with time, it sort of wasn't as interesting anymore to me, (laughs) but I am still really passionate about like natural skincare and like products. And I tend to you know, use more like natural and holistic stuff in my life or for my family. So still passionate about it. Just don't blog about it anymore, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've kind of had always had these two parallel interests and that's why I really love working with business owners who are sort of aligned with that because I can help them to grow their businesses through my work. And, and that's really important to me. And I, I love doing that. It makes so much sense because so many sensitives are into that. We're into the natural lifestyle. We're into you know, healthy nutrition because our intuition constantly tells us to change our diet. <laughs> you know, we get so much guidance around health and nutrition. Yeah. That makes perfect sense that, of course, you'd be doing that as well. <laughs> That's so interesting. I didn't know that. So oh, wow, yes. that is interesting. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Well, and th- that that's what brought me to you. I'm just going to share a couple of the things, you know, that I experienced and why, I, I mean, I know in this moment why your work is so healing for sensitives because, you know, when I, I mean, I was first of all very scared to come out as a psychic medium because I just, I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't really have a lot of great examples of what that could be in the world. And my mentor just was a wonderful regular woman. She was a mom and um, seeing her do the work the way she did showed me a possibility. And it was, you know, it's just a lovely, lovely human being. And so, you know, I had like a friend do my first website and that was fine for a while. And then I started to take clients and I thought maybe I should have something a little bit more interactive. And so I hired an expensive firm and it was so hard to communicate kind of my vision or what I was doing. And I kind of didn't understand what I was doing. And so there was always this like, and it was very expensive. I think that first website was like $4,000. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had this belief system still that, you know, you can't trust people. It's not going to work out. This kind of subconscious belief system I had. And sure enough, at the um, when he gave me my final bill, he just kind of tacked on an extra $800. Oh, no. Didn't even tell you anything oh, about no. that. And I, did. I was like, how did we go over budget? You know, and he's like, oh, Oh, let me just take that off. So as a sensitive, you know, you kind of, now I didn't like my website because mm-hmm. it reinforced that sort of betrayal, <laughs> you know, it was yeah. like, I didn't like it because I remembered how I felt at the end of it. And so just reinforces that belief system, you know, so a lot of our work as intuitives is like to keep healing these parts because if there's a belief system, like life reaffirms it. You know, until we really can heal that, that deep rooted belief system. So then after that, I, 
I hired another gal. She, you know, I went through B school, Marie Forleo's B school. And oh, I, yeah. thought, okay, there's some things I want to add to the website. And so I hired another gal. She's like, I can do this for you. I can do all these things for you for $700. So I'm like, wow, what a deal. Okay. I hired her and she, for $700, she just kept telling me stuff I already knew. And I was mm-hmm. like, but when are you going to do it? So there, it was another sort of awful moment of like, <laughs> right. this is not going to work for me, <laughs> you know? So then I, I was so frustrated. We moved to California and I have a friend in the industry, uh, like he does design for like NFL, you know, big, big, okay. So I asked him, you know, can you recommend somebody? And of course he recommended one of his buddies who like his bid came in at like 10 grand. Mm-hmm. And it was like, but it, you know, you can, you can, but the website will work on your cell phone. And I'm like, I can't even open your bid on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was sensitive to all that, like, oh my God. So then I just tried to do my website by myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And the beauty of that was I kind of learned how things sort of worked because I had that belief system. I'll never learn technology. It's too hard. You know, all these things. And then I saw somebody else, I believe it was, oh, lovely Erin Armstrong. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Erin is a client of mine as well. She's amazing. (laughs) I saw her website. And so I just reached out. I'm like, who did your site? And so she very happily gave me your information. And, and, you know, I, I, I really, and maybe that year I spent building my own website sort of helped me heal the belief systems. Like it's too hard. I'll never figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's like, by the time you came into my life, I was just willing to allow help and to just really trust. And I mean, you couldn't have like read my mind better. So it's like, it was this full circle of like, I mean, you just understood me and you articulated maybe what I was hoping for even more beautifully than I ever could have. Oh, and so it's you. the thing where it's like the, the lesson or the, like the message for sensitive is, is like hire a sensitive, you know, hire a fellow that, you know, we're everywhere and we're in every profession. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right? And then that might've been, maybe, maybe that was my big lesson, but like, that is such a gift that you gave me your, your ability to just, and do you know how you did that? Do you know how you, when you are take, you're sitting with a new client, do you know how you're reading them? Do you know, do you get images or do you just have a feeling of how it should look, Julie? That's really interesting. Yeah. I know you've like said a few times that I'm sensitive. And so like, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Am I, (laughs) but, um, you know, I really appreciate that and your story and everything. Um, I feel like when I'm talking to my clients on like a consultation call, or we have a strategy call, that's how I like to kick off my projects with clients. Um, I always am talking through things with them, trying to get an idea for like their big vision for their business, their goals for the future, how they see their brand and website and, really like trying to find a way to like bring that to life and also make sure that it's going to resonate with their ideal client. So I'm talking through those kind of like more strategic things with them, but at the same time, I do feel like I pick up on things that maybe they're not necessarily saying at the time. Like I can visually see almost when people I guess say that they're happy with something and maybe they're not as happy with it or 
I don't know. Sometimes I like can kind of understand like what people are thinking a little bit deeper than what they're saying too, if that makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course it makes sense to you, but yeah, <laughs> that's sort of sometimes how I feel too on calls. So maybe that is why I'm able to kind of bring things to life a little bit more than some of the other designers you worked with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, I lost what I was going to say. What was I going to ask you something through that? I mean, you're, you did take the time to really thoroughly kind of know what I was thinking and feeling and which was, I've not, I've never experienced that before the time that you took in to really Mm -hmm. hear what I was trying to articulate and, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I, 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 whether we're professional or not, I, I, I just wanted to invite the listener to, if you could think about a website, even if you'd never, ever plan on having one, but like, what would it look like? You know, what would you want to say in the world? And the, I, and it was actually super fun to co-create that with you, Julie. So, you know, to invite the listener, um, that you don't have to do it alone and to mm-hmm. get to create that process with somebody. I mean, you know, and that's why, you'd want to hire help because you as a professional designer and brander, Julie, I mean, you know how things should work, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not up to everybody to just always know how things all have to work and you don't have to have it all figured out before they contact you. I mean, you're just so good at, you know, the software, you know, the possibility. And so there's this in terms of voice recovery or just being out there in the world, I mean, you know the tools that can help people do that. Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I think it's really important as a website designer definitely to like stay up on the technology and the tools and user experience and all that. So that's really important to me to like continue to learn those things and everything's always changing with technology, right? There's new like types of phones and all sorts of devices out there. So you need to design things for different screen sizes and optimize things for mobile and all the browsers and all the tech stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So of course I'm, you know, I love covering people there and making sure that everybody's got that so that their website's looking beautiful anywhere and everywhere. But then yes, like what you were saying, I think it's also really important to take users on a journey when they're on a website so that people are really connecting with you on that site. And they're really understanding all the little details about what makes you special and your offering special. So if you're a psychic medium, then we're sharing how, how that works, what makes you unique and making sure that people are connecting with you on your site so that they're ready to take that next step. They feel really invited and safe to take that next step with you and reach out because that's ultimately like what that call to action will be. Um, So yeah, I like to think through the entire journey on a website and really guide people so they stay on the site for a longer amount of time and get to know you more too. I love that you said that because it, you know, what, whatever we're doing in the world, whether you're a psychic medium or a health coach or a lawyer, it doesn't matter. Like we do it our own way. Mm -hmm. You know, every psychic we use our clairs. We all use our clairs when we're reading people, but we, the way we do the work is totally unique to us. And so that's what, that's the sort of this exciting thing about the possibilities of website and brand and expressing yourself because, you know, you really help bring that out and you help ask questions for people that never thought of it. 
or the thought of it scares the hell out of them. Yeah. And so I, I did, you know, through the process, not only did you sort of like take my hand and you're like, this is where we're going. This is how it's <laughs> going to look. And, you know, I'm trusting you. And again, that's like healing that part of me that just kind of didn't trust, or I just thought it was never going to be easy or work for me. And every single time I come to you with a new idea or a new thought, I mean, you're just so excited and you, you go with me and you make it exciting. And I just, that I just don't, I've, you know, one of the many ways I just don't feel alone anymore. Cause it's just like, you know what you're doing and I don't have to know that. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so important to stay in your zone of genius too. And like what you, um, you know, are the best at and finding good team members to like help you with things along the way. So I'm so glad that you're feeling supported too, too with like all the things we've worked on too, not just your website. Um, and that's what I try to do. I always try to like build these connections too with my clients so I can continue to help them down the line with other things that come up, other design related or tech related things. Um, and just kind of always be there to help them because I know as a business owner, like other things are always coming up. It's always like growing and changing. So it's important to like have somebody on your team who can do that for you. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I do, I want to make that point again about, I feel like a lot of sensitives, like probably 75% of the, of the people I work with, we, there is this like belief system in us that we have to have everything figured out mm -hmm. and you just don't, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's why we co-create. That's why we work with others that I, like you said, stay in your professional lane or your zone of genius. You know, it's mm -hmm. like as sensitive as we have, we must actually often reach out for help and it can, it can be fun and exciting, which is completely my experience with you. That's so, so <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. And I'm, I'm sorry too, about like all those past experiences you had too. Like, I can't believe you went through so many different designers that just like did not work out. And I mean, unfortunately I have heard that from other, you know, people that I've worked with, um, you know, maybe when we hop on a consultation call or something like that, it comes up that they had a past bad experience. So that's so you know, it's horrible. It always makes me feel so bad when I hear that because it is like the industry I'm in. And I know it could happen with any service provider, of course, right. but you know, I feel like everybody out there listening, like if you want a website, you deserve a great website. You deserve a wonderful experience that like, isn't feeling like it's taking up all of your time because that's the entire point of working with a designer versus DIYing your website is that it should save you time and like get rid of all those tech headaches and should be something you don't have to worry about so that then you look amazing online at the end of it and you feel really supported throughout the entire process and confident in your presence online when it's all done. So like you totally deserve that if you are struggling with something like this right now, like it's okay to like end a bad situation. And in fact, it's better probably to end it earlier and then find somebody else. And I would say like biggest advice is do consultation calls with designers, like meet face-to-face -face or via Zoom. Like I always like to meet via Zoom with my clients and do a call and see if we're a good fit too, because that's going to be a good way to like know if you can really trust somebody and if you connect with them too, before you just like pay somebody, you know, an investment to make your website for you. If it's, you know, not a good fit, at least you'll know <laughs> on that call that should give you at least an idea. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, it, again, it's like you said, it's like any profession, 
so I'm a psychic medium, so I've certainly heard, you know, I've <laughs> sure. had people say, eh, you know, things other psychics have said that weren't so great to them and their delivery can be very painful sometimes, you know, and so it's just the nature in, in my work, you know, a lot of my work is about really going, using our intuition to heal these this is like life reinforces your belief system. We can't escape that. And it's not so that we stay victimized forever, but it's rather so like, so we keep pursuing that goodness that we do deserve, you know, are we going to give up and just kind of like be a victim and be like, well, I guess I'll never do it again. You know, of course we can have tantrums like that through the healing process, but that can't be the destination. You know, that's not the destination. That's not the point. You know, if we encounter like I, like I did, you know, a, a designer that I hated the website after he just sort of threw on, you know, and at that time, $800 was really hard, you know? Yeah. So I mean, my kids were babies. And so just that time of that, and, and I, it reinforced that victimization. And so each step along the way was necessary in some way for me to just keep really healing this part of me. And that is maybe what sets you like you're in the right industry. You know, <laughs> I'm in the right industry for me. Right. Because I understand that intuition is not so black and white. There are so many things that can get in the way of that clear guidance. And, you know, you are in an industry maybe where it's more like utilitarian. Is that the right word? Where it's like, there's a means to an end, you know, <laughs> yes. part, we're gonna, it's like functioning thing where you never made it feel that way. You absolutely made <laughs> it feel like, well, what's the point? Like, what's the emotional point? What are you trying to connect with? And so as a sensitive, that's a language that we speak no matter who we're working with. Mm -hmm. And you, yeah. So you're in the right industry because, you know, there's healing to be done in that industry and you just doing it your way is just so healing for the industry overall, but for people that are wanting to come, you know, like websites are to me are like the new book bookmarks or like a business card rather. Right. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you're doing anything, you must have a website, <laughs> even if it's like a little hobby thing, people have websites. Right. It's like your business's online home. It's your storefront basically on the internet. So it's really important. And I mean, everything you just said was so sweet. It's so great to hear that this was like a healing process too. I totally agree with you that like the things you're like thinking about your mindset around things that can really lead to like what you're getting to in the world, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, and that, I just really appreciate you sharing that, I guess. And I'm glad that the way I'm speaking like helps to, or like makes more sense basically than talking about like all the tech details and like the code. And I've definitely experienced that in the industry too, from other designers, especially developers. Like it is, that's just more the mindset on how things work sometimes with some designers is it's they're thinking about the prettiness of the design or they're thinking about the development or they're more like geared towards one of those sides. And I do really think that I'm good at like balancing both of those things, understanding what people want, like behind what they're actually thinking too. Sometimes they can't always convey it quite how they want because they're not 
thinking about the visuals. Maybe they're not more visually oriented or something, but that's my job. That's what I love to do. So it's really important to me to like bring that out, bring it to life and then do all the like tech stuff too, just behind the scenes. So my clients don't even have to worry about it because that's usually not something they ever want to talk about. (laughs) It's like the tech stuff. So I just like to do that and not make it like a headache that people have to deal with. (laughs) That's one of the things I, I find so adoring about you is you, you can nerd out a little bit about the tech stuff, but you're just so good at it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> glaze, glaze yes. I try not to talk about it too much because people, yeah, you're right. Like nobody wants to hear about that. They don't care as much about like how I'm actually doing it as much as it's just like, it's done and it works. That's all I want. <laughs> But you get excited about it, which is super cute to watch. <laughs> okay, well, good. Like you're in the right, you're in the right place. And just to wa- watch that is such a joy to watch somebody so gifted, so excited about the work that they do. Because um, again, I know so many of the women that I work with that want to put themselves out in the world. They just think, again, they think they have to have it all figured out. They think they have to know what they're doing. They think they have to be smarter than the web designer because they're going to get hurt if they're not smarter. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, they keep this, the pressure we put on ourselves with these very real belief systems, you know, they're real until we confront them and heal them. And then our reality gets to actually shift. Mm-hmm. And then going forward, the experience we have is joy and ease. And, you know, but we have to get there in our hearts to know that it can be different. Otherwise, they test us over and over again. So that's true. Yeah. With that being said, um, I know you had three tips you wanted to offer the, the audience. Um, so I'm just going to give you the floor. Okay. Well, great. Yeah. So if you are wanting to like create a website, one that's going to like really connect with your ideal client, I would say these are three things that you're going to want to think about having on your site and really consider like how you can incorporate them or work with a designer like me to, to make it happen. Um, and the first one is more so on your homepage. It's like what I like to call an, I help statement right at the top of your website. So this is, um, before you would scroll. So basically a lot of designers will call this either above the fold or the hero section on your website. But this is the first thing someone's going to see to really like let them know that they're in the right place, or maybe they're not. (laughs) So it's going to really attract your ideal client to your website and repel those that aren't a great fit. So they don't hang around very long because we want the right people to stick around, not the wrong people. So an I help statement is just simply just some messaging, really brief messaging, like a sentence or two explaining who you help and what you do really clearly and concisely. It doesn't need to be your whole life story or anything like that. Just really crystal clear on what you do and who you help. And then I like to follow it up usually with one call to action button to an important page on your website to guide people to the right place. So Usually that will either be like a services page or an option to book a call with you or to join your email list, kind of depending on your goals for your business right now. And then I also really advocate for putting a photo of yourself in this section if you have branded photos, because that's going to help to build that connection and that trust with you right at the start on your website, because the homepage is where a lot of people land first. So I think it's really important to build that connection and If you don't have like really nice branded photos or something there, it's fine to put a different photo, but make sure you've got a picture of you somewhere on the homepage a little bit further down, maybe just again, to build that connection. I think it's really important to have that, especially in the industry that you're in. Um, I think it's important to build that trust because somebody there's going to be putting a lot of trust in you to be working with you. 
So that's number one. And then the second thing I would say for your website um, is to think about a way to like share your gifts and your knowledge with others. So I really recommend doing this through some kind of blog feed on your website so that you can share content. And this can be written like traditional blog post type content. It could be audio, like a podcast, like what we're doing now, where you are sharing show notes or maybe a transcribed version of the podcast episode, or it could be videos. So again, building trust too there, you're getting both audio and um, visual. So that's great. And you can also do that with podcast episodes. Um, it's going to really help to build that trust too. So people can get to know you faster and you can embed YouTube videos on your website. And again, share either like a little outline of what you talked about or a transcribed version of that. So it's great to have this on your website because it lets Google know that you're like updating your website regularly, which is going to give you better search results. And also just having those blog posts themselves, they're searchable as well. So that's going to really boost your SEO. It's going to get more people over to your website and more of the right people because the content you're creating is going to be geared towards your ideal client and building that connection. So really important to have some kind of way to create content on your site to drive traffic back to your site, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And maybe just to reinforce that point, you know, maybe some people don't know what SEO, but it's a search and en- search engine optimization. But it's yes. so like if somebody's feeling like, well, do this website, nobody will find it. You know, what you're saying is, no, there are, there are tools. There's a process to be able to be found on the internet <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> through, through, and, and Julie can help you make sure that you have all that on your website. So you're not just lost, uh, you know, in the ethers of the internet. There's really, there's things you can do to make yourself more visible when, and if you're ready for that. Yes, exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up. And that's a big part of my website design process too. I don't just do the design and development. I also really like to help my clients. I have a workbook as part of it, um, which is like a marketing workbook to help my clients with uh, brainstorming for like content creation. So what we were just talking about with like the blogging or podcast or video. So you can kind of like journal on which one's the best option for you, come up with some topic ideas to get started. And then it also dives into a little more of SEO basics. So you can optimize those blog posts if you want to get a little more tech savvy with it. And then also um, I dive into email list growth in there and touch on like Pinterest marketing too. So there's a lot of stuff that you can do to like drive traffic to your website. And I like to provide that support with that workbook and just kind of like answer questions too throughout the design process for my clients so they can actually get people over to your website. Cause you can make a beautiful site and have all these call to action buttons, but if nobody's visiting it, then it's not going to convert, you know, so you got to kind of have both. That's right. That's right. So the third thing is just making sure that you have a website that's building connection with a brand and website design that really aligns with your vision for your business. And also it's considering like your ideal client and what they visually like to see. Um, so I'd say like, unfortunately, a big misconception in brand and website design is that it's all about like a website, for instance, or a brand is all about just looking pretty or looking professional. Maybe that might be like what a lot of designers are thinking out there, 
but that's really only a small part of what makes a brand recognizable and memorable in the end. You want to build up brand recognition by having like consistency throughout all of the platforms. So your brand, your website, your email list, your Instagram, wherever people are visiting, we want people to be able to recognize your brand and really be able to like interact with you and know that it's you visually and also through messaging and all of the things. So branding is really like all encompassing of your business basically overall, both visually and messaging wise. So it's really important to get it right and, and have something that aligns with your vision for the business and also with your ideal client. So it's something that they're going to like, <laughs> they're going to want to see and interact with and feel really inspired by. So I think it's important to find a designer who you are aligned with, that you feel comfortable with and who can bring that vision to life. Or you can DIY your website too. If you're just getting started, I think that's a great way to like, like you were saying to you DIY your website for a little bit. Um, especially if you are more tech savvy or you enjoy doing that kind of thing, or you have more time on your hands, sometimes DIYing can be good if you have more time, um, and don't have the investment, don't have the income for the investment right now. That can be a great way to get started. And that way you're showing up online because I would hate for you to not be putting your gifts out into the world and not have that business's online storefront. It's really, really important. So you can start showing up online. And I've been there myself where sometimes you're feeling like you don't want to show up um, or it feels like uncomfortable or maybe scary or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's good to like push through those feelings sometimes and if it's just happening because you feel like nervous or scared, then it's not necessarily something that you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> it's just like, you need to push through it a little bit potentially and get to the other side and kind of get out of your comfort zone a little because good things can happen there. <laughs> good things can happen. We sometimes don't focus on the good things that can happen when we are vulnerable and, you know, reach out. I, you literally read my mind. I was literally <laughs> going to ask you, if you too um, were scared to put yourself online or because it, it had been such a big part of your life growing up, if it was just really easy, you know, because I'm thinking for the older women, um, you know, maybe 50 year, years old plus, even 40, mm -hmm. I mean, any age really, but there, you know, there's some, there's many generations that it's such a leap of reality for them that it's terrifying because they're so unfamiliar with themselves in the equation was it was it just scary for you when you first put yourself out or how did that look for you Julie so I've never been really scared to do the website portion I guess because I've been making websites since yeah, I was 13 so that part has always felt really comfortable to me but being a business owner and having to put myself out there more like sharing my knowledge oh. that has always been like more of a struggle for me, particularly when I was just getting started, like we were talking about blogging and podcasting and video. So an example, when I first launched my website, I decided to create a blog because that seemed the most safe to me at the time. I was a history major in college and I felt like I could write about stuff, write about, you know, website design and branding design and share that without actually having to like visually put myself out there, like show my face or connect with people like through a podcast like this, like the idea of that sort of terrified me at the time because I'm an introvert and I was nervous about it and it seemed scary. Um, but 
I kind of just had to like get over that because if you're a business owner, you have to get out there and you got to share your knowledge and your gifts. And and that's why I made that one of the three points that I think are really important for business owners um, and for people that want to have a website, because ultimately that has really helped my business. I decided to switch over from you know, blogging to a podcast because I decided I don't really like writing that much and I wanted to just talk. And so I went with a podcast. I put myself out there and started like getting out of my comfort zone. And it's just been amazing. I'm not scared anymore to do podcast episodes, A, because I went out of my comfort zone. And B, it's made a lot of connections too, because I'm able to chat with guest experts in my industry and talk with them. And that has also opened so many doors and connections with other people, just and friendships too. So it's been amazing. And I think just, yeah, getting out of your comfort zone sometimes and realizing when maybe like you're holding yourself back from certain things or from growth and then like pushing through it can be really, really helpful. Absolutely. I mean, so the listener, you know, what you're experiencing here is two introverts. (laughs) We both have websites, we both podcast and, you know, we're both talking to each other here and I am really shy. I blush really easy. Oh, same. Um, Yeah. I mean, so all the reasons why you just never do it. It's like at my very first Ask a Medium show, probably in like 2011, I was so scared to death. I I had 15 guests. I was going to read every single guest. Um, I did a little talk, you know, a little teach about how intuition works for all of us. And then I read every single person there and I, I was going to drop dead. I was so scared. And when I just stood up to start, I'm like, I'm going to blush. I'm going to shake. I may pass out. I may drop dead, but a medium in the crowd will just pick up and just <laughs> continue my show for me. You know, I kind of yeah. make a joke of like, this is just what's up, people. <laughs> I'm going to blush. <laughs> There's no way around it, you know, and just sort of like confronting our reality, you know, yeah. we're introverts. If we're sensitive, if we're scared, it's like, yes, you are. And, you know, but it's like, but the, the, the benefits of it just are, you can't even equate the, the fear of it is nothing compared to the joy of it and the connectivity of it and the fun. Yeah. But actually all of this really provides us putting ourselves out there and connecting with each other. This exactly. And I'm sure after you did that, that speech and that talk, you probably felt great. You were like, oh my gosh, I did it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And once you like push through it, that's how you feel. (laughs) That's how I always feel too. I'm like, oh, I did it. And it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. And I could totally do that again. And that's 99% of the time how you're going to feel after you push through it. Definitely. (laughs) I heard you say, you know, before I let you go, maybe we'll make that fine point. You know, if somebody is scared and they're just sort of wanting to come out, do you think it's okay to just start a blog? Do you think it's okay to create a website where you're not super exposed, but maybe you have an offer? What do you think about starting out if you really are scared to just fully? jump into it. Yeah. I think a starting point is great basically. So I'm all for putting yourself out there in whatever way is like making you feel comfortable right now and taking baby steps too. I don't think you have to just like start a podcast and show up and do all the things and go live on Instagram and everything all overnight. I think it is good to take baby steps. And as business owners, we're like growing as we're going through things and changing. And that's why I think 
starting with a website is a great place to be able to put your information out there to share a little bit more about yourself. So you could just start out with like a homepage and about page, and then maybe like a services page or maybe a reading page. If you want people to like sign up specifically for something, um, a contact page, you know, just having a few things on there so people can get to know you a little bit better and you can start sharing that information. And if a blog makes you feel more comfortable, great. And I'm also not hating on blogs too. So like, if you're like, oh, I just really like writing and I'm good at writing. Well, great. You should totally yes. do that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like yeah. whatever is feeling the best to you out of those three, like for creating content on your website, do that because that's what you're going to like the most. You're going to be able to be consistent with it. And you're going to be able to share your knowledge a lot better in whatever way speaks to you the most. So I know for us, like podcasting is working out, but like, that's not everybody's favorite, of course. So it's good to like, really think about what is going to be the best for you too. And you can always change it. I started out with blogging and then I switched to podcasting and, you know, who knows (laughs) what will happen in the future. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a stepping stone. You start off with what you're comfortable with and then you maybe get ready for I'm a chatty, you know, I'm extremely chatty. So it's easy for me to talk where with Mm -hmm. writing, you know, you have to worry about punctuation and grammar and much more time. Same. And then you, for me, um, really shy about doing video and things like that, but then COVID hit and it's like, I was just forced to get on camera and now it's just, it's just no big deal. Cause it's that chapter in all of our lives became a huge part of my life during that time. So maybe just ending on video. Do you, um, why video? I'm asking the guides. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, was video something difficult for you to be, get comfortable with sort of, again, putting yourself out there in that way? Yeah, definitely. I think like that is the most vulnerable form of content, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, or at least in my mindset, it was, um, so yeah, I think just like visually showing up and being able to like share your knowledge can be like a scarier thing potentially to go through. But I just kind of try to do stuff to like get more comfortable or excited before I jump on video. Like whatever makes you feel more confident basically can be really helpful. So (laughs) putting on an outfit you like, or like listening to some music before whatever. Um, I know like for me, I was the most scared to like go live or do something like that. Um, that was always like the most scary thing. And that's still something I have to talk myself <laughs> through if I'm being hundred percent honest, but I like it. I've done like a few lives with other people now, and it's not as scary as I built it up to be in my head. <laughs> it's like a, the possibility of the brain freeze is rather <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> the gears not shifting. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Darn, there's one more thing I was going to ask you. And now I'm having a brain freeze as I try to think about it. <laughs> that's Okay. Oh, um, one of the things I, that really helped me um, become more open to wanting to share my work um, online and, and open up to a bigger, broader audience was that when you do work, it's like you're being of service. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not necessarily even about you, but it's about what you offer. And so I, that was one of the things I really appreciated about your method for developing the website. I mean, in a way, it wasn't even about me. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the point of our work is to be of service. And you really always, I mean, I didn't have to think about it. That's just how you work. You really make it about like, who are you talking to, Kate? Who are you serving? You know, mm-hmm. what is, what are you trying to say to them? And, and getting sort of that attention, it's like the website's not necessarily about you, but it's about who you serve. And you always made it that about that. So mm-hmm. maybe in some ways, you know, if the listener can just really know that when we're talking about website, it's like you're expressing yourself, but in the service or in the name of whom you're trying to serve, you know, it's not the sort of self grandization or if that's how you say it, but it's, and so you don't like that, that whole freeze thing doesn't really happen when working with you because you always make it about whom you're in service to, you know, who you're trying to connect with. Mm-hmm. So it kind of yeah. keeps your heart open and because that is the whole point of it. Right. Maybe exactly. You are your brand. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of a circumstance where it's exclusively about you, but maybe there are some professionals where, or they're doing the work and it's about them. And maybe I'm, I'm thinking maybe clothing, but then it would be still about the client and the product. Yeah. It would still be a because you're still marketing to that product. I mean, product-based is definitely a little different than service-based, but I, I agree with you hundred percent. And I think it is like all about like your ideal client and helping them and really explaining how you can be of service on your website. Like that's a great way to look at it. And that's how I like to look at it too. in my clients, um, same with like visuals too. You want those to really connect with your ideal client. Sure. You want to love them too. And you want to resonate with them as well as the business owner. That's really important, but it's even more important that your ideal client's going to like it and really resonate with it. So that's what I always try to get to is like understanding my client's niche, their ideal client, and really like getting clear on that. So I can design things from that perspective and kind of pull those messaging like bits out that are going to be really powerful. Yeah, earlier you'd said, you know, maybe it was tip number one where that that homepage is about not only attracting the person that you want to work with, mm-hmm. but also uh, deflecting the people you don't want to. And I think yeah. for sensitives, it's like we feel like if we put ourselves out there, we'll have to work with everybody. And that is just not the case. Mm-mm. As you said, you know, you can create the website to to specifically sort of have that energetic shield. Like these are the people I really want to serve and also have a process where you, like you with me, you interviewed me, we interviewed each other. We, we got to know each other. And so the website can also have like a process to it where you have that next step, whether you want to work with a client or not. So, mm-hmm. i.e., you don't have to work with everybody. This is not realistic. And you don't, you just don't have to, period. Yes, exactly. And I love like talking through those kinds of like boundaries on my clients' websites too, to make sure that like it's set up to actually work for them. So, for instance, if you're having like, if you're trying to book, calls on your website or book like medium readings or something along those lines, you could just have it so that you can book those directly on your site with anyone and everyone, or you could like pre-screen people. And that's something I like to do with a lot of my clients is like, you can fill out a form, make sure somebody's a good fit and then book like a call with them. If you're like, okay, this is great. 
um, you know, let's move forward. So it kind of depends how you like to work. If you like to jump on a call right away, or if you like to like send an email or two back and forth. And I think it's good to like do whichever one again, is like speaking to you the most. <laughs> exactly. There's so many options and you as a professional know a lot of those options. And so you can let your client know, you know, us that are coming to you for, for that guidance, all the different options so that yes, you're putting yourself out there. Yes. You want to be of service, but you don't, it doesn't have to be, you know, like you just said, everybody and just yeah. everybody can book at any time. <laughs> you know? Yes, um, exactly. You're the business owner. So you get to kind of decide those things too. And like hone in on your niche more and more as time goes on and make sure you're like working with them and serving them the best you can and getting them the best results possible. I think before I, wrap up with you. I, can we talk a little bit more about niche? You know, you do keep saying niche and for maybe those that you guys don't know, it's like, what do you mean when you say niche, Julie? Yeah, that's a great question. I love talking about niche. <laughs> so, um, it can be like basically who you like working with within like your industry. So for me as a website designer, like my niche, I like working with people in health and wellness who are, um, intuitive, like into intuitive living or conscious living, um, and are really like doing something with their business that like makes a positive impact on somebody else. If that makes sense, <laughs> that's kind of like what it comes down to. Right. So like you can just really think about like who you like to work with within your industry. Like, do you like to work with anyone and everyone, or do you like to help somebody um, specific or like help people with a specific problem that they're trying to solve? So I think it's good to like, think about the pain points that your ideal client is going through and kind of think through some of those things, because that's going to also be really important when it comes to your website and making sure that you're speaking to them with that, like messaging and that language on your site. So that's like a good place to start. And then like, think about how your service offering or the calls you're offering or the coaching or whatever it is, how is that going to be providing value and get, um, and solve some of those pain points that, that ideal client, that niche is going through. I think that's so important because so many of my students, um, maybe they're starting to take clients and, like all of us, you know, like so many of us women are, we're so multi-passionate, right? We have so many things that we love. And yeah, at the beginning, it is sometimes hard to know which one you want to actually do professionally, because a lot of people can do a lot of things very good. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I'll have a, a student and she'll be like, well, my client came and then they'll have to let me know what they want me to do. And I'm like, they don't know what you do, you know, right. They're coming to you so you can take care of them or solve their problems or help them. It's like, here's a menu and the client's just supposed to know randomly what you do specifically yeah. off the menu is so frustrating. And so, um, so what was I going to ask you? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> um, how do you have any tips or do you have, how did you, cause you are clearly multi-passionate too. Do you have any tips on how to refine it to serve a niche? I think niche is so much better for you as a professional because it's like, that's where your passion is. You know, I could talk about intuition 
literally all day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so great. excited about it. You know, I'm yes, a medium. And I went into my profession as a medium first. I used to do ask a medium shows and very much my work was focused on being a medium. And then, you know, I just, it burned out my health. It burned out my energy. It takes so much energy to connect with the dead. It takes so much energy to, to organize them. And so I kind of at this point where I'm like, I can't energetically keep doing this. It's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> one of them. And so that time in California, I was able to sort of just sit with myself and what did, who did I really want to serve? And I really I, my life's purpose is about serving fellow intuitives, you know, how to organize it, how to control it and trust it and how to know when you're using your clairs and things like that. Was there, how did you know it was website design um, that you were really born to, to do? Yeah. I think you, what you just shared too, is a great example of like how to actually like hone in on your niche too. Yeah. So if you're like just getting started, I think it's fine to like work with you know, a more broad audience. That's what I did too. As a website designer, I worked with, I knew I wanted to work mostly with women. So I just kind of like niche down at the beginning to working with creative women is kind of like what I said. But then as I continued to work with people, much like you, I started realizing that some of the business owners I was working with, I wasn't as aligned with, or wasn't as excited about the project. Um, compared to other business owners where I was like, oh, this is really interesting to me. I want to know more about this topic. And like, I can't wait to like work with them and make their business super, super successful. So I would be like going over and above for clients that I was really like aligned with, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I would kind of like take notes on that over time or just sort of remember, like take a mental note of like which clients were really like feeling really exciting to me. And then as time went on, I started to realize I loved working with business owners who are, you know, in health and wellness or are intuitive living, conscious living, like just care basically and doing good things ultimately, um, for other people. So that's sort of when I realized like, okay, that is who I really want to be working with. How can I like customize my website design experience to be for these types of business owners specifically? So that's when I did that, created my now um, signature service, the wellness website method, and just like packaged it all up. So it'd be like a really easy defined process that goes step-by-step throughout that to give people the website that they're wanting basically at the end of the, the road working together. Um, so that's kind of how I did it. I just sort of like took notes and decided like what was the best for me. So I would say like, if you are a sensitive and you're also like a business owner, like Kate, like thinking through like what gives you joy to work on and what doesn't, (laughs) what are the things that like kind of drain your energy or you don't feel as excited or passionate about. And then like, honing in on the things that make you really happy and doing more of that and less of the stuff that doesn't make you as happy because you don't have to do everything. Like, it's not like you have to do everything in the industry. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. No. And it's like, yeah, you get watered down. The message gets watered down. And I know the, so many people, like I said, they'll like offer a menu and it's up to you to figure out what you need from them. And I feel like so much so much about my work is like, I'm going to tell you the landscape because you don't know the landscape, which is why you're lost, <laughs> which yeah. is why you don't know how intuition works because nobody taught you that. And that's my job. So, um, um, 
Exactly. And you can listen and like figure out and you, and then, you know, like this person is either a good fit for my method or it's not, you know, and like, you can kind of listen and figure out if that's like a good fit or if that's your ideal client or your niche. I love that. And I love that you just kept saying like, what makes you happy, what you're excited about. Cause I, I feel like so many of us go in this, go into professions with a mindset of what we should do you know, what we have to do, what it must Mm -hmm. be like. And so much about working with you was like, what lights me up, you know, as a business owner, what am I excited about? Who do I want to work with? So it it really is like the dawn of looking at business as an offering that you two are excited about. You know, it's like, for me, it's like your life's purpose. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And we're all doing what we were here, what we were born to do. I mean, we're all just lighting each other up in service of each other. It's just such a a beautiful thing. And what I I certainly, I had so much guilt. I still do do medium readings, but um, it's not my, I don't do one every single day. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. do three a day. It's, I don't do huge shows anymore. Um, And I had so much guilt letting that go because so many people would say, I get a lot of messages like, well, you're the best one I've ever had. So you have to keep doing it. Or, you know, a lot of people have lost loved ones and yet, you know, you have to keep connecting. So it was super hard to say, I will still offer that. Absolutely. But it's also, I simply couldn't keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Understandable. And I mean, I think it's good that you were able to like intuitively know, like, this isn't a good fit for me long-term it is draining my energy. And like, I need to step back from it and like not do this every single day and make this my entire business because that does burn you out. And like, ultimately we want to create the lives and the vision for our lives that is going to make us happy. <laughs> so like if your business isn't making you happy at the end of the day, then something needs to shift. And, and maybe it is like your niche is off or the things you're offering are off. And I can also totally relate with what you were saying about other people telling you like, oh, this is really helpful for me. You were the best reading I had. Yeah. Like sometimes that can be how it is too for like a designer or like you could feel like, um, I guess it would be like people pleasing almost yes. where you feel like you have to make the people happy. Or if somebody asks you to do something, you have to say yes, even if it's not like a project you were super excited about, like in my case. Yeah. Um, but like I stopped feeling that like guilt around always feeling like I have to say yes to things that come my way and like saying yes to the things that are aligned and feeling like a good fit instead. Yes. Do you, when you are working with a client, do you off, do, do you ever tune into like their messages off or where they're not super excited about something or do you always try to accommodate what they're trying to achieve? Hmm, that's a good question. I definitely like can pick up if they're maybe not like detailed enough on like their niche or, um, maybe if they're trying to like please everybody or do like health coaching for everybody, for instance, and it's not like a specific type of problem they're trying to solve. Um, so then I'll try to like dig a little bit deeper, I guess. So sometimes if I'm not getting enough information, I'll definitely try to dig deeper and get more info. Yes. Um, yeah, that's kind of 
like how I like to look at it is like, I really want to see that like big vision for people's future, get an idea of their goals for their business and make sure that like, I'm bringing that to life on their site. So like, if I'm not getting that, then I always want to like dig deeper. I like to do like questionnaires to get it sort of in like a written form. And then I also talk about it like on a creative strategy call. So again, I could kind of like connect with somebody face-to-face because sometimes that brings it out to a little bit better. So I always ask for it in like both formats and that sort of helps. <laughs> well, you're so good at that. I mean, I got to have a couple of creative sessions with you too. And it's just, you do ask just such wonderful questions, which is, I can see oh, you're inspiring all, all the time. You're so intuitive and tuned in and you're, you have such a big heart, um, which helps, you know, pe- keep other people's hearts open. You know, like my heart was certainly just kept open because I knew the questions you ask is because you you just want to make it as lovely and as functional and as purposeful as you can. It was just such an, I know some people are like, why, why would you share your web designer? (laughs) And that's a fair point, but I, (laughs) first of all, I mean, again, I just, you have healed me in so many ways and I know other sensitives, this is such a big obstacle um, for them, especially if they're a little bit older, just sort of like being vulnerable and being online and being seen and um, maybe having some not so great experiences and sort of leaving it at that. And I just really want to encourage people that, you know, the bad experiences for all of us in all of the little ways, there's often something there for us to learn. And mm-hmm. it's not there to reinforce our victimization or our pain points, but rather to identify, okay, this is a belief system I have, you know, where does that come from? And to really take the opportunity to use it as a healing experience and to keep moving forward towards what you do deserve, which is respect and beauty and, you know, a good experience and someone you can trust and continue to trust over time. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like we are all deserving of that. And so to keep going. And there are Julie's out there, (laughs) (laughs) not in her way, I mean, you're special in your own way, but there are, there are wonderful, there are wonderful people in your industry that do want to do um, the best for people to express themselves in a very public way online. Yes. And that's what I'm always trying to do is just like, make sure that people are feeling like, this is a good vision for their business online. And I'm like bringing that to life with the website. So it's really important to me to make sure that I'm getting um, that vision for the client and then also for their niche, for their ideal client too, and making sure it's something they'll connect with. Absolutely. Well, I could talk to you all day, but (laughs) I'll be (laughs) Before I let you go, um, How can people get in contact with you or keep in touch with you or follow your work, Julie? Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. Um, I would love to chat with you on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, you can feel free to DM me and ask any questions you have about websites or anything like that. My handles at Jules design co. And then also over on my website, JulesDesign.co. If you're looking for a custom brand or website design, I would love to chat with you. We can get on a consultation call, meet face-to-face and see if it's a good fit. So feel free to reach out with me reach out to me. I've got that over on my site. And then, um, like Kate also mentioned, I have a podcast myself called the go-to wellness pro podcast that has been on like pause for this year, but I am actually going to be bringing it back very soon. So this is a great time to go over to my 
site and subscribe and catch up on old episodes. And then that will be launching very soon. So I don't have like an official date, but very, very soon it will be launching. And I also have a freebie over on my site called the Simplify to Sell website workshop. And that's a great next step if you're wanting more information on how to create a simplified website that is going to help like to build that connection with your niche. It also dives into niching down a little bit more. The three pages I really recommend starting with on your site and so much more. So that's a great place to start if you're wanting a little bit more information on website design too. And that's all on my site, jewelsdesign.co. Wonderful. And I will see you guys there because I'm a big fan of Julie's. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Julie. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. You are so welcome. And we'll see you at your social media. Okay. See ya. Thank you. Thanks, Julie. Bye-bye. Bye. If you're interested in finding out which is the strongest Claire in you, Go to my website at katesaintclair.com and take the quiz, Which Claire Are You? Until next time, remember, it's your birthright to be guided and be great.